You ready? Let's get it. Round your city, round the clock. Everybody needs you. No, you can't make everybody equal. Although you got Boku family, you don't even got no nobody being honest with you. Breathe. <laughs> I evaporate. My whole body see through transportation or transportation handmade and I know it better than most people. Ooh, I know that line. <laughs> Frank Ocean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what song? Night. Yay. <laughs> yeah, that is uh here is gonna be cool. playing here in a second. Round your city, round the clock. <laughs> everybody mm. needs you. No, you can't make everybody equal. You got it right, Frank Ocean Knights. What's up, people? This is Levels and this is Crocat. And this is uh, Agent Rudy G, <laughs> a.k.a. Rue. And we have <laughs> Miss America with us. Hello, America. Oh, yeah. What's not happening? Like, I'm not like the Miss America, but just... Uh, America. Miss America. <laughs> Very different. Understand. Understand. So How's everything going? Good. I mean, as good as it can be, right? <laughs> right. Right. So... Right. Just real quick, we are um, obviously there. There's a global pandemic going on, coronavirus. If you haven't heard, um, and the sound is very different because uh, we are isolated. I suppose uh, we are <laughs> have to do this home isolation. Yeah, we're, typically or usually we're recording together, and so I'm at my house. Uh, Rue is at his place, and America is at her place. Um, and yeah, this is kind of the elephant in the room. Um, I've had actually a couple of conversations with y'all too about this and I don't know, not really wanting to talk about Corona or COVID-19, but obviously having to talk about it because it's a thing. Um, how has it, how has it affected, affected y'all? I mean, obviously we're, <laughs> we're not meeting face to face, but be, besides that, I mean, America, how's it affected you? What have you been up to? Yeah, I've been busy. I think I'm one very fortunate that I have a lot of space to be in, um, in my house. So that's very lucky that I can move from my bedroom to my office, to my living room, to outside. I mean, I can't imagine this happening and being in a very tiny space. So to me, it's, it's kind of, hasn't been that bad mm -hmm. <laughs> to be completely honest, just because I do feel like my routine is changing and I can change up my scenery a little bit more than maybe others can. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely utilizing that too of like, I have a workout space and I have a work space and then I try to get outside and my little neighbors like 
play outside. So they are some kind of entertainment for me. So I think that's been really important for me is, um, during all of this. Hmm. How about you, Rue? Um, for me, um, I guess kind of like America was saying in the, um, we have uh, different spaces in my house as well to, uh, move around and, um, uh, not feel so, uh, confined, but ultimately, I mean, just, I, I mean, I own, I'm a business owner and I mean, sales and everything and being out there, um, I can't meet with customers and I've, I've had so many appointments, um, just, uh, cancel or have to, you know, do video conference or yeah. phone conference call instead, uh, which is fine. Um, but there, there was, there were some deals that may have not gone through with because of closings change or maybe people pull out and decided not to, not yeah. to go through. And, uh, you know, that affects the insurance side of things. Um, but I mean, to be honest with you, this month, this, I mean, it's, we're finishing up, uh, March and it's probably the, the biggest month uh, since I, since, since I got in business, to be honest with you. Really? Um, yeah. And I, I feel like that's more so because of the situation we have at hand, more people are at home. So I just kind of took advantage of it and just doubled down on, uh, on what I know I need to do is like make calls and, you know, set appointments and do stuff like outside of the box versus just, um, sitting back and, you know, sitting back and waiting for something to happen. Yeah. What about uh, you, bro? Uh, it's, it's definitely affected me. I mean, um, I don't know about y'all, but I've really, so I think this past week is where it kind of started or, I mean, I think this has been going on obviously for quite some time. Um, right. you know, not to go over a whole timeline, but I felt like it didn't get real for me until they canceled the NBA. Um, and that's not like <laughs> a bad thing. I'm not saying that in a bad way. Like, um, like I, we were watching it and paying attention to it, but once the NBA canceled the games and it was just like, okay, this is a, the real deal. Uh, I don't know why, but that just made it real for me, uh, in a sense. Um, I but, know what you mean, because for me, it was more like South by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, was like, I, man. I understood South by, but yeah, this past week, I've just been trying to figure things out. It's I've had the hardest time trying to stay focused, if I'm being honest with y'all mm-hmm. um, during this time. And I spent most of last year working from home anyway, but now working from home and having you know, Catherine was working from home and then we have Olivia, my three-year-old here. And so, you know, trying to push forward with everything that you have going on and there's this global pandemic going on and you're just trying to like basically say, don't pay attention to that fire over there, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, that's kind of been me, but I real quick, America, what do you do? Yeah, so I'm a realtor full time every single day. Um, <laughs> and then I have a couple of side projects that I'm working on as well. But real estate residential in Austin is my full time gig. How has how has COVID changed that? Yeah, so this week, um, we were told that we cannot do in-person showings anymore in Travis County. Not all of the counties around us have put in such such rules quite yet um but it's strongly advised so honestly the 
the biggest and hardest change then is we can do virtual showings, but I'm at the mercy of the other agent Mm. and the other agent being able to properly showcase a house. Um, I watched my first virtual tour today because my clients saw a house go on the market and it was horrible to be Mm. completely honest. They opened the door and she said, and this is the garage. It's just a garage and shut the door. Mm. And it's like, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, like she opened it, said it's just a garage and closed it. And I'm like, yes, but people still need to see what yeah, it looks right. like. Um, so unfortunately, like I can't go there myself. My clients can't go look at it. Um, so that's just been tricky. I think the positive for my clients is there's a little bit less competition if they are willing to write an offer without actually seeing the house in person. So that's good. And I would say my clients that are, that either have purchased before or they've seen quite a few houses already, they're more comfortable with the virtual tours Mm. because they know mostly what to be looking for. They, they understand like what functions best for them. I tell them to drive by the house, kind of like creep around on the outside if they can. But if you're a brand new buyer or maybe even new to the area, I would say it's probably going to be a lot more difficult. Yeah. So with, I guess with that being said, do you focus primarily in uh, Travis, Travis County? Yeah, I would say Austin in general. And then I have clients that are um, looking in, in North areas. So that'd be like Cedar park, um, round rock, et cetera. So it kind of depends. I'm open to, within about like, yeah, Kyle, Buda, like 30 minutes ish outside of the Austin area. It just really depends um, on the client and what they're looking for. So can you like um, do virtual tours yourself, like going out and maybe recording the area and can you do that yourself or is that only the the listing agent that can do it? Yeah. So we're not allowed in any properties. Um, mm. I can tell my clients and, and I think this makes the most sense that they should be driving the area and neighborhood anyway. Right, if, they, right. if they can, they should be the ones doing that to decide if they like the look and the feel of the neighborhood. Um, so yeah, I can't, I cannot go in the property. The other difficult part with listings is if I had a listing going live, um, photographers are not allowed in the house right now. Mm, so yeah so now i'm relying on potentially a seller to take their own photos (laughs) yeah the one i saw on friday was you know the fans like rotating so it's all blurry and it's like at a weird angle you know so i have no idea what they're doing so just listening to all this to me like this sounds it sounds like this is a total disruptor but with with it being a disruptor, if you agree to that, like you seemingly are doing okay with it. Like, how are you navigating these these different? Like, basically, we're like in a new landscape, and I don't know if anybody else feels right. this way. Like for me, I feel like right. we're in this new normal. We're in a place where we're this is a history milestone or a history mile maker. And we're kind of just like in the middle of it. And it's all just unsettling for me. Um, I've been trying to stay positive. If I possibly can, uh, and looking forward and, you know, trying to stay busy and do different things, but it's hard not to acknowledge like, Hey, 
my stuff is being disrupted right now. <laughs> like, right. how are you managing that, America? Yeah, it's definitely a, like a, a disruptor. I mean, although I think like change is good. It, this is not a good thing. Yeah. And yet, I think it's good to then look at your business and go like, what was I overspending on? What isn't necessary? Mm-hmm. What do I need to change? What? Um, I had a call with my dad who runs a business in Minnesota today. And I said this exact thing to him, which made him laugh. He was like, no, not great, but he is innovating. And and that's what I think I have to do as a business owner as well. It's like, what can I streamline? What can I cut out? What can I change in my business? And I'm not currently doing either zero business or very limited business at the moment. And so all I can do is stay positive and try to, to be as innovative as possible Mm -hmm. to get through this. I think the other thing I'm very thankful for is I do set myself up financially to handle something like this. I Mm -hmm. mean, most, if you follow anything in finance, it's like have six months, you know, of savings. So I just got to get through that to, to, be okay and that's the point of, of having that savings as well yeah well, increasing the truth go ahead everyone i'm sorry oh yeah no I, I was about to like kind of go into it is i mean what what you were saying america is that um and i like that is there's some things that we we all as uh, i guess society we can control and then there's some things that we cannot control and um, you, you kind of you're kind of looking at the situation as a whole. Okay, I can't control, of course, this virus going in and just wiping wiping things and shaking things up. But there are certain things I can control, like um, like you say, your environment, your processes, and um, and and different things you can adjust in the meantime for for the thing that you can't control. That's that's I mean that's for like that's a bold move because most people don't even realize, and they kind of they kind of maybe. Uh, get stuck in a, in a hole uh, because they, they feel like everything's out of their control. Mm. For sure. Yeah, I think that you right now you see how people truly respond in a crisis. Are they shutting mm. down? Are they mm. super negative and they are feeding that to other people? So for me, I'm also super protective of my energy. Mm. And if I know someone's going to keep talking to me in, in a way that I, I don't want to keep hearing those things, like I limit my conversations with them and I'm almost amping up the conversations with people that are, that have this similar mindset. All right. So what do you mean by, go ahead. My, my bad. Go ahead. <laughs> my bad. I was wondering, so <laughs> what, what, what do you, what do you mean by like, I guess uh, you're, um, uh, you're conscious of your energy. I'm kind of curious about that. Cause I, I, I feel like I'm big in that too, but I'm curious on like what you do and, and I guess, uh, how you influence yours. Sure. So for, for me, I think I, I, my approach is very like realist. So I understand that this is a problem. I'm not just like, every day is amazing. Like it's not, <laughs> some isn't great. Um, right. you know, I have to like call my old lady neighbor and like check on her and make sure she's not leaving the house and like stuff isn't good. And I get right. that. And yet I know for me and, and how I'm best going to operate is in a very positive way. So I, I know I need to maintain that. And so that is, you know, seeking out people that are going to talk to me with that same language. Yeah. Um, and then I, 
I just know if I have those friends either from past or I'm now picking up on it at the moment, cause we've never, yeah. I've never experienced something like this, that I start limiting those conversations. I don't always reply to the messages, right? To be honest, we'll sometimes change the subject completely. So it's just, as soon as it's coming at me, I'm super aware that it, it is. And I, I either just listen and kind of let it like bounce away from me or I don't really accept what they're saying as far as like letting it like stick with me um, mm -hmm. and then moving on. So with, uh, and the reason why I'm kind of curious on it, cause you say you're a realist and I guess most realists I know, they aren't, um, they aren't, I guess, because the way you describe yourself is more, more optimistic, but you, you, you're saying that you're a realist, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I guess most, most realists, they look at things in a negative, negative light. They don't really look at things in the, I guess, glass half full perspective. I, you know what I mean? I would say that I think there's like three types of people right now. And it's okay. like a very pessimistic person mm -hmm. that we kind of explain just like shuts down thinks like they can't get out of this or whatever mm -hmm. then there's the realist which is in the middle and then the optimist the person mm -hmm. that's like okay Fine, we'll get through this whatever and it's like yeah. well you just still have to understand like your business is changing and right. so i kind of see it that's in like ways and i'm in the middle of i understand the issue and yet i'm going to choose to be positive about mm. it i'm that probably a number i'm probably a number two in the middle realist mm -hmm. i'm optimistic but i'm also like you know, I'm just like looking at everything just, for, you know, just with what I do in my own industry, you know, um, kind of similar to you, America, where we have this shelter in place mandate and, and I can work in certain counties, but most of my work is in Travis <laughs> and yeah. it's, you know, basically no construction whatsoever, unless it's, um, an essential, it's at a essential business. Well, yeah. That's great because about 95% of the work that we've been doing is for essential businesses. But a lot of those businesses are like, hey, we don't know what's going on. So, you know, I had a conference call yesterday at uh, 3.30 and it was a pretty big project for us. And they're like, hey, we're essentially they're like, we're going to put this on the shelf for now. We're not going to do anything. Let's put it on the shelf. Um, and part of me understands that, you know, understands why um, that's happening. And part of me is just like, kind of bummed about that and you know how do you and this is just you know for people who may be listening um and this is actually for both of y'all like how do you in the midst of all this kind of have that positive because y'all are some of the two people that i know that i've been talking to who have been you know when i have talked to y'all they're like yeah i'm doing good everything's good blah 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 you know i'm just like uh are y'all not looking at the news but <laughs> like how are you, you know, if you're, if you're taking that optimist, you know, the optimistic approach, you know, how are you s sort of looking at the good and not necessarily putting your head in the sand and just, you know, cause it's like, like you said, like there is a thing, there's something going on. There's a, a global pandemic going on. Um, how do you do that? Rue? Um, <laughs> that's a good, that's a good question. So honestly, um, I kind of hinted at this earlier. Um, and I guess along the lines of what, what America was saying, I, I never thought about it in, in terms of three different spectrums. I always looked at it, either you're optimistic or you're, you're pessimistic. Yeah. Um, in terms of the realist, I, I feel like I might be in that spectrum as well. Um, 
if it wasn't for that, I mean, I, I would, I think I'm probably more optimistic out of, out of the, out of the two, mm. um, because I'm not just putting my head in the sand and saying yeah. like, like, Oh, everything is great. Everything perfect. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, like what America was saying, like, I'm not focusing on that negative energy. Like there's a lot of negativity out there. I mean, more than ever. I mean, there's always a lot of negative uh, energy and, and people saying stuff out there, but like right now it's crazy. And I'm just trying to limit myself with, with all that negativity and focus on things that, that I need to do to, to be productive. And really like I have to dial down even more to be productive and be more productive as possible because if, if I don't, I can just slip down and fall down into that, you know, that this, this world with like how the rest of society is kind of acting. Um, but yeah, it's just, for me, I'm just doubling down on things I know I need to do and, um, and just getting things done that way. But yeah. What about you, America? Yeah, I agree with that too. And you use the word like focusing, you're right. focusing on being positive I use the word that I was choosing to be positive as well um for me I do think it, it's some of my personality is naturally this way so I'm, I am thankful for that that it's I maybe I'm not working as hard to be positive that is just like my natural state mm-hmm. but again it's just kind of continuing that like self-awareness and growth personally to be like okay, this is where what's happening now. And I need to change my mindset and I'm going to choose to be positive. I'm going to choose to change how I do my business. Now I'm going to choose different people to have conversations with, Mm. you know, like I'm constantly making the choice. I'm constantly aware of how things are going. I'm also okay that like yesterday I was annoyed with everyone. I was like, I don't care what you say. I want to kill you right now. <laughs> and don't worry, I couldn't. I was at home. But like, and I had to also just be okay, like with those negative feelings and that those were happening yesterday and leave that in yesterday and then change how I was acting and like behaving today. Hmm. Do you so do? I, I would say I don't want to also say like you can't ever feel bad during this and you can't be stressed. Like, yeah, I am concerned. I there is so much uncertainty and it's like, am I going to figure this out? Yeah. But also like it it is what it is, and as I know that I'm provide like going to be cared for, I know that I'll figure it out. Like it may not look at how I want it to look. It may look completely different from where I am now, but that's okay, and I'll figure it out when I when I have to. Yeah. So, so um, since since you are more of a realist, what do you? I guess what are you actually planning for in terms of um, this whole situation with Corona? Are are you planning like okay and like coronavirus? Things be back to normal. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> Had to use that, sorry. <laughs> that kind that kind of scared me. I thought someone was busting the roof. No. <laughs> Man. But um I think uh I guess, are you planning No, I was gonna say I think you could pay, play a drinking game to how many times we say corona in this in this yeah. episode. <laughs> For real. I don't For think real. I've said it once. <laughs> <You>. <laughs> Well, with, with everything going on, like America, are, are, how are you planning? Are you planning like, okay, in a month's time, everything will be back to normal? Or are you, are you mm-hmm. thinking it's going to be like, you know, four or five months down or just like a year down the line? 
things might be back to normal or is this the new norm? Hmm. Um, I think maybe that's where I go into like the positive mode. I was like, we'll get through this. This is fine. What's two weeks? Like everyone's cool. Um, Oh, so you feel like it's only going to be a two week period of time this way? No, no. But I think I kind of keep maybe think approaching it that way that it's like mm. we just have to get through two weeks. And if it's two more weeks, then we have to get through two more weeks. But gotcha. I, I'm not That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I think I'm I immediately looked at like my my finances and my bills and I called a bunch of places. I was, was like not going to the chiropractor right now. I don't need the pest <laughs> control yeah. And so I acted immediately on what could I change that could affect me if this is still happening in six mm. months? So I made those decisions to be very cautious of how I was spending money. Mm-hmm. But but my mindset about it is pretty short term, to be honest. Mm. Are you a, are you a runner or a past runner? Past runner? Uh, like outside running. <laughs> 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 That's what I mean. Yeah. I go to the kitchen. I like run to the kitchen. <laughs> well, the only reason I asked that question is because um, that's like the if you if you know any runners, so talk to any runners. That's their mindset. Like they're looking at like they're running a marathon. They're like, okay, I need to run this this mile, and then I got one more mile left, and then one more mile left, and they just keep thinking. Like break it down to miles at a time, but that's all. That's the only reason. I ran wondering. a marathon one time, and then I retired. So. Hmm. Oh, that's next level. I've never ran one, and I don't intend to <laughs> run one. <laughs> I do feel like we. I do feel like we are in a new normal, though, um, and not in a bad way. I just feel like, um, you know, just looking at the how many Zoom meetings have you had during this time? Probably more than you had the entire last year. Um, and I feel like, so, and just kind of going back to what you said, uh, America, one of the things that I did is that we had a phone that I've I've just been using as a second phone line and hardly ever using it. And I called Verizon to say like, Hey, I need to shut this thing down. I'm not using the line whatever. Well, the crazy thing is I called when I called them, they patched me into someone in Utah and that person was already set up to be working from home. He was like, he was usually working in the call center in Utah, but like a week ago they transitioned everyone to work from home. And I feel like, um, whenever we get past this or through this, um, a lot of companies are going to be working, you know, having a lot of employees working from home now. I I feel like, You know, once we, you know, kind of get through this and companies can see like, okay, we somewhat navigated through that whole thing. And we did that while most of our workforce was working from home. And so there's like a little bit of, I guess, innovation. Well, I wouldn't say innovation, but there's going to be a lot of new approaches, new approaches. Um, You know, one of the things, Rue, you mentioned some of the things you're going to be doing and working on, which I thought was awesome. But I guess to kind of pivot the conversation, let's talk a little bit about, I guess, the innovation aspect. And I will admit that, and I have this, I don't know if I had this with you in America and, uh, or both of y'all. Um, one of the things I was saying is I almost feel guilty to be in a position to where I can even have a, the mental bandwidth to say, hey, you know, 
again, to kind of use that analogy, everything's on fire, but I'm going to kind of focus on doing this. <laughs> you know, this is what I'm going to do to try to help out and be innovative. Um, I don't know if y'all feel that way, but I kind of do. And it's some, it's just like an internal, you know, struggle, like, man, who am I? You know what I mean? Like, what, what do, who am I to deserve this kind of thing? Because like, there are people who are affected by this. I mean, you know, just think about the entertainment and service industry. I mean, I know people who have worked, you know, in the restaurants and bars who are not working. Um, there's a ton of people who are not working and they may not have that, you know, that, 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 uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to stop you because we have this conversation. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, too. Well, I did I have it both with the in my body? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Did I, did I have this with you? I, you had yeah. it with me. I don't know. Did, did you I have it with you too, Rue? Yeah, you had oh, it with me okay, too. Okay, okay, yeah. Oh, so you didn't trust my opinion? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't about opinions. I was just like, <laughs> no, it was just more or less like, I've really been working on just like, for me, my Gemini self is just to kind of like, seclude and not say anything yeah. to anybody and so like one of the things i've been working on the past year is just being vulnerable and like hey man like this is how i feel like the stuff that i'm saying right now is like truly how i feel you know? yeah and i like when we have this conversation i like even now i'm like feeling my body heat up and, like, so <laughs> yeah, me too that's funny let's hear it yeah, let's hear it I'm like, how will you ever support any of those friends or family members mm. in the service industry? I know your heart and I know you would support your friends or anyone that needs help. Yeah. How would you do that if you're just like, I'm going to stay stuck in this position too? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So if you question. say, oh my gosh, I need to innovate. I need to change my business because not all of these other people can or are willing to. Mm. If I do these things, I can help them. I can provide for them. I can choose to donate. I can go out more, wh whatever it is. Yeah. Like if you just say stuck there too, to make them feel okay, that Hey, we're all in this together. We're all stuck. Yeah. That's helping literally no one. Yeah. Mm. That's real stuff. Dang, speaking the truth right there. That's like, like <laughs> who said that? It was a quote. And I'm not I'm not trying to degrade anybody by any means with this, but there's a quote that said, um, like the best way to help the poor is not not to be one of them. Mm. And that's it. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying anybody, I'm not trying to degrade <laughs> anybody, but I'm just it's kind of like those lines. Like if you want to help somebody, you gotta you gotta do more in order to to pull those others other people up with you. That's, that's kind of what we talked about, um, Chris. I forgot what episode it was, but we talked about that before. Yeah. Kind of having that, those people that you're leading as well to bring up. You got to pull them up. I forget what we did. That was like a levels accelerator. I forget what the, which one, but, <laughs> um, yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. In terms of the innovation and I guess America will kind of, uh, I guess properly introduce you. So, uh, you know, if y'all didn't catch America is a, realtor here in Austin, Texas, and she's also been doing some other other things. Um, I don't know if you'll have to explain if these are like passion projects or if they're more or less just chasing curiosity. Um, you have the Hat Girls Club, uh, which is awesome, and I'm a huge fan of that. And you have Disco yeah. Lemonade, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, I will say, so we did I think our last episode we talked about like uh it was the your inner circle. It was not the inner circle but your yes. uh, um 
What are you help me out, Rue? Uh, Man, I was I can't I even was think of green with inner circle. <laughs> it was it was so our our last episode, and so yeah. I mentioned that you know you got to have somebody who's kind of like they just do a lot of shit. They just go out and do it, and they have that kind of energy. America is that and, person. And it was the personal advisory board. That's yeah, it was. America is that person who's kind of ever since I've known her, she's had her kind of core things that she's doing but she was always doing other things and you're like what, what are you doing she's like oh, i just want to try this out and most people i know they just stay comfortable they kind of you know they don't do much of anything they work jobs or whatever you know they don't have any hobbies but every time i looked up america's doing something and it wasn't from a standpoint of like hey i'm doing this thing and i don't like it like and so i'm gonna do something else it was just like that was her whole vibe like i'm gonna go and try new things and explore so that's my proper introduction of america let's talk about thank you <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> your your couple of projects that you're working on um let us know if are they a passion or are they uh chasing curiosity I mean, I think it, it's all, right? Mm. Passion maybe starts something. Um, yeah, I think it, it's everything. I'm not going to ever do something that I'm not into. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to start a cooking blog because I hate cooking. I'm horrible at it. I'm not going to do it. So that would be like very inauthentic to me. So everything that I try, I have some level of excitement over um or curiosity, I like that word, um, mm -hmm. for making it either deciding that it is just a hobby and something that I enjoy, or is it something that I can turn into a business? Mm. So, And I, what I've really, really learned in the last year is to not put so much pressure on making it a business and making it, you know, something that's very profitable. Mm. That part, I am letting it be uh, more authentic of, is this something that... Uh, day in and day out, I'm just really passionate. I'm excited about it. And oh yeah, I can make some money off of it. Then I'm going to keep going down, down that direction. Or is it, Hey, this just makes me happily happy. Uh, this is like my mental therapy kind of mm. it's how I. That makes sense. Of my other fun projects. So how do you know when to take it to the next level? Like, I guess, I guess we focus on sure. that makes, makes sense. Um, that's a good question. I think it's just time and, and really, again, not, I have no expectations or pressure around making something happen. Mm -hmm. So I definitely started Disco Lemonade, which is my custom embroidery business. I, I set all of these, these guidelines. I was like, I'm going to make X number of money within the first three months by next year, which was 2020. I'm going to do make this much in the year. I want to cash flow, blah, blah. And then I was like, whoa, I need to learn this machine. I bought a very <laughs> Can we talk about that for a second? <laughs> Can we talk about that for yeah, a second? Because yeah. that, that was one of the conversations that we had yeah. last year. You're just like, yeah, I think I'm just going to buy this embroidery machine. I'm like, okay, cool. Buy it. <laughs> but that's just like the level. <laughs> like we were just yeah. having a conversation. She's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to spend, drop some dough on this. And I'm sure it wasn't inexpensive uh and just went after it and no. it's that's actually, that's been 
cool for me to see with Disco Lemonade, just from that conversation to like, to see what it, you know, that seed is planted, you know, that seed has sprouted in terms of like, you know, the jackets, the socks and stuff. But I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. Well, that, and that's totally what happened. I honestly wish I really recalled like what even spurred this. I think for me, I love fashion and and a certain look for myself which is Mm -hmm. kind of goes into like hat girls club a little bit and so i just really wanted customization of things and when you look stuff up online you're like that is so ugly if only they changed this or did this thing differently (laughs) um so i bought an embroidery machine literally never embroidered in my life i've so like sewed projects before or whatever so have like a little experience but i was thinking about it i called my uncle who's an entrepreneur um, was telling him about this machine that was like $1,300. And he told me, if you want this to actually be a thing, um, potentially, and you know the types of projects you're going to work on, like you buy once, you cry once. Mm. Meaning, Spend you buy that bigger machine that maybe you'll eventually utilize all the functions instead of buying that machine that I knew at $1,300 was not going to do the stuff that I actually wanted to do. And so I, I kind of kept repeating that to myself. So, I went into a new store and I was what, like, buy once, cry once. What did you spend? <laughs> you, what was that? How much did you spend? Can you tell us? Yeah. So I spent about 10 times the one of the, the first one. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Damn. It was Not mad a lot about of it. <laughs> but I, I took a picture and I bought it in the store and I took it like selfie and I sent it to my uncle and I wrote buy once cry once. Mm. And, and honestly, I, one, I don't think this, this project would have taken off like it has, if I would have had that machine, it would have limited me. It wouldn't have done the things that I wanted it to do. And this machine, I'm really able to utilize like my creativity and what Mm. I had in mind. So, um, yeah, so I did (laughs) go all in and buy this very massive machine without any experience. Um, yeah, there, there definitely has been some so, tears. And I will say, you know, one of the things that Coronavirus! has taught me <laughs> is, um, I, is actually kind of being more reflective about just the past and kind of where we are right now. I was like, man, I'm kind of wishing I would have taken more risk on certain things and just spent the money and kind of, you know, use that by, you know, buy once and cry once type of analogy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, love I, that. I was thinking about that today, like, man, cause it's just like things are, I, you know, I should have done this or should have done that. You never want to be in that place. Right. You always make the right decision at that, that given time. But, you know, one of the things that I'm learning now is like live a little bit, you know, live more, yeah. you know, um and, and to be completely like transparent as well i like i said earlier like i'm not doing stuff i'm not buying things that i cannot afford yeah so i am still putting my, my finances first but i agree it's like is this going to potentially make me very happy and i i needed a creative outlet that i wasn't getting in real estate and that's what i chose to do with it so mm. I still am putting my finances first. I'm not just going like balls to the wall, like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, balling on the budget. Buying anything because it's there. I, I am asking myself, mm. you know, can I afford this? I freaking love that analogy. I have to like take, I'm just taking notes right now. If you don't know, I'm like over here, like 
cry once. That's like, that is huge. That is real big because I, I've definitely been in a situation like that here recently uh, with like maybe some um, like marketing uh, that may be doing for my business or training, mm, like maybe, yeah. maybe training uh, things I can be a part of. And that's, that's huge. That I, yeah. I freaking like that. And I mean, the, the, and it's huge because you, she went into this, spent the money and it's, she's going to and say like, Hey, if nothing comes of it, like I want to be happy creating, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like let's just point that out, you know? Yeah. That, that's true. And, and plus, if you want it to be a business, you got to treat it like a business. Mm-hmm. You can't like you can't really just treat it like a like a hobby and, you know, go half in. Like you said, you got to be all in with it. So right. I think to go back to your point is I did buy it with the purpose of I just want to create. I want to make my own stuff, even if it's just purely for fun. But I do, like Rue just mentioned, have that mentality of I know how to make it a business if yeah. that's what I decide. So mm-hmm. I set up all of these rules and guidelines of how, what goals I'm going to hit. And I realized at the end of last year, like, I just need to learn this thing. I need yeah. to learn this machine that has six needles, has a little iPad computer monitor. I don't know. I don't even know how to Google the right words. Like I don't, I don't know anything. So I also gave myself a break with saying I can make this a business eventually. I know mm-hmm. I can do that right now. Yeah. Your point is to learn. Your point is to have fun. That's what it is. Mm. And like then that. see where it goes after that. Which is, I feel perfect like, people should, like that outlook for business in general mm-hmm. business in I mean, general and, be- business in general and then he just in this time right now i mean like right, people right. have a lot of time i mean like i'm finding myself to have a lot of time on my hands which i you know there's tons of stuff i can be doing with the businesses um but there's a lot of people who are gonna have time on their hands to maybe chase that curiosity chase that passion project um maybe go into it from the mindset of, Hey, you know, I'm not doing this because like, I feel like when you taint it with the whole idea of making money, like it's never going to, it's never really going to be as good as you want it to be. But I think Mm -hmm. when you're coming from it, you're coming at it from a perspective of like, Hey, I just really want to do this and I want to create, like there's something authentic about that and that authentic energy typically turns into something good, you know, and when it's forced, it's too contrived and people are just like, no, I don't want that BS. But, you know, mm. one of the things with Disco Lemonade and just some of the stuff that you've been doing, um, like it's actually kind of cool. Like it's <laughs> embroidery. So tell us about that. I was just kind of, yeah. uh, uh, kind of prime you up, like some of the stuff that she's doing and we can, um, maybe get a link put in our show notes. Um, there's just, it's basically embroidery in just places that you normally don't see it. And which is just kind of cool. Um, like on socks, the back of socks, like sometimes you never yeah. see that. People will never right. see that. It's just like your own little personal secret. Tell us yeah. more about it, America. Yeah. So, and, and that was the whole purpose of it for me was just having slogans or, or designs or whatever on my own clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can go buy this because as Chris knows, I am, do not like basic. I am not going to be like every other girl. So I'll go buy that 
crew sweatshirt that other people have, but I'm going to put something on it or I'm going to dye it or whatever to make it be different. So that was my whole approach originally. So I've, I've been focusing on a lot of little girl denim jackets because one, they're just obsessed, like a tiny baby jacket is so cute. Um, with, with the idea of, of it being a little bit edgier. So I'm not on Etsy currently because I think anyone can Google, you know, a monogram, whatever your grandma can go do that. So go, (laughs) go work with your grandma. I'm here to like have it be a little edgier. So I do a lot of like girl power type things. Like I'm not glitter sparkle princess queen. That's not my thing. Um, so to your point too, of like the location tattoo spot, so it's where people get tattoos, right? So it's like a forearm or on a rib cage or wherever, just different. I, I don't right, love the, the left, left side of your breast chest. pocket. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I'll do it. I'm not happy about it, but mm-hmm. I'll do it unless it says something cool. But it, yeah, it's like around the collar. It's on the forearm. Like that's what I wanted. I want it to look different. I want it to go across your ribs. Last night I, I did one that was at the bottom of the back part of the sweatshirt. It was just like words around the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and in like the same color that the sweatshirt was. So you, it's, it's actually kind of hard to see as well. So mm-hmm. it's like very subtle. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not, it's not things that I'm finding very easily when I was looking for embroidery stuff. Um, and, and even that causes it's, it's, a struggle to be honest because I'm looking up designs and trying to get ideas and mm. it's non-existent you know everything is very I'll say either grandma-ish <laughs> or southern which is also not really my vibe um and there's nothing wrong with it I just want to do something really different so I'm also yeah. right now doing everything that's like word of mouth um a lot of people that have bought stuff from me so far or I've sent out to them you know just promoting to their friends and family and I'm getting business that way which I'm really excited about versus you know someone googling and they're like yeah I want this monogrammed in it to say wifey I'm like no (laughs) yeah that's a, a quick little rundown of some stuff have you so since corona I keep saying it, but I'm trying not to say it. Uh, have you been doing more stuff now or like, is it, how have you, how have you been balanced your time between, you know, your, your different walks of life, you know? You- yeah. Well, what I realized, I think even really at the end of last year, so before all of this really started for us, I realized my creativity comes in the evening. Mm. And, and really I'm again, fortunate because of being in real estate, I have flexibility with my schedule and I can set up a schedule how I want it to be. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very aware of like what works best for me. Like I love an afternoon workout and I realized I love create creating in the evening. Mm. So it is, it has kind of been in the afternoon or after my, you know, quote unquote work day is done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I don't know what it is at night, but that's when I'm, I'm really excited about making my projects and, and maybe during the day I'm taking time to go on Pinterest or Instagram to get ideas, mm-hmm. but it's definitely 
interesting. Again, it's just that self-awareness of like, I'm never forcing myself to do something. Mm. Sometimes I, I know I have to finish a project, but it's sticking a little bit to a schedule, but also knowing I want to do this in the evening mm. and, and I'm not going to make myself do it at 9 a.m., you know, unless I choose choose to do that. Yeah. You seem pretty uh, self-aware and like you're, you're continue, continuing to find your flow to, to, to move with the flow. Like, I guess go with the flow, I guess that's where the kind of term comes from, but it's, I see you kind of being fluid with, with, uh, with your life. That makes sense. That's I like that. That's, that's cool. Yeah, my word of the year last year was flow. So that really, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. What's your word of uh, 2020? Connect. Mm. I like that. So uh, how are you moving in those, uh, in those areas? How are you flowing to connect? Yeah. So for connect for me, it can be with myself, which again, I think Uh, that self-awareness. And then also, like I mentioned earlier, it's the people that I'm choosing to have conversations with. And it's hopefully a deeper level conversation instead of just surface level. And right it's maybe not with everyone, but it is the people that I'm choosing to have in my life. Like Chris, we get on the phone and it's, I think really great conversations and connecting in, in that way. So that's kind of what it means to me and and what I'm doing with it right now. I like that. That's awesome. I I had no clue about either of those words, but it's kind of crazy. I pointed that out, but so no, I was just going to say like, you know, with all that being said, um, we got to know a little bit or, listeners got to know a little bit about you america um we try not to talk too much about the elephant in the room um (laughs) but you know how how and i guess this is for all of us to answer like what could can people be doing to sort of you know innovate in this time instead of you know we put this up on our on our instagram instead of netflix and chill is like innovate and build you know how what what would y'all you know maybe some words or encouragement or maybe some steps that you would give to people who are maybe struggling this time of uncertainty I'm kind of curious to hear what America's going to say about that one. Yeah. I mean, I, I love it. I get so Gary Vee posted something. I think it was this morning that was like, oh. this is our time to create. Yes. And, and he, and he wrote like in the caption, I can't make you do this. I can, I can tell you a million times and you have again, going back to choosing to do that. So like, I guess my an input on on why you should do this or how or whatever is finding the things that just make you happy again with no real goal or real expectation of it making you money right it could for me like even when I'm starting the embroidery stuff it was for myself and I just wanted to make stuff for other people Mm. and that's how it was going to start. So it could be baking for you and you don't know how that's going to look like a business, um, but you just start doing it because it makes you happy and you start giving it to people. And I think you do have to have the conversations and know who's in your world that could help me make this a business because you don't have to figure it out by yourself. Yeah. So who's done something similar, who's doing something that's not similar, but still in the business world that, maybe they just guide you to someone else, you know, or just answer a few questions for you. So I think the the first step is just finding what excites you. Um, 
and really focusing on that without expectations. And then when you decide, okay, like, Hey, this could be something, it could just be a side gig. It could be on the weekends, whatever. Um, finding people that you can have business conversations with. Mm. I like that. I like that. Yeah. What about you guys? (laughs) Um, well, I guess I, I was taking notes earlier as I mean, I was like kind of prepping for everything and I was writing down like three things that we need to think about overall with everything going on. Uh, the first obvious is health. We need to make sure um, our parents, grandparents, they're still around, make sure they're taken care of with the, their health, uh, your siblings, yourself, your kids, make sure everyone's taken care of in terms of doing the the things we need to do to make sure everyone is uh, healthy, whether it's taking, you know, vitamin C, boosting the immune system, whatever it needs to be. Secondly, it's going to be finance, something that America hit on a bunch of times, just making sure like we have um, our finances in check and we have everything in place um, that if, if, you know, for lack of a better term, shit hits the fan for like six months where we're good. We don't have to worry about I lost you for a second. Did I? Um, Wait, what happened? I lost you you for a second. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Can you guys hear me? I'm good, yeah. You said the last part that I think we kind of cut off on was if shit hits the fan. And we can, I can can edit it back in. (laughs) I'll have to cut it, but... Well, yeah, well, I was just saying that um, for lack of better terms, if, like, shit hits the fan, something that, like, America kept mentioning was that, like... um, make sure our finances are in check, mm. whether it's like, you know, having that budget in place and make sure we're good for six months a year. If, if, you know, things go really bad, like more than we, we may, um, we may think. Uh, but the third thing, which I feel like is most important is going to be um, having a way to replace our income. And I feel like the reason why it's so big is because um, I feel like people are, are forced people are forced to learn how to make, make money. Um, and what I mean by that is, is to be able to create their own income. A lot of people now are, um, they rely on someone else like the government, they rely on uh, a job, a company to support them when not now you, we see a lot that's going on and people are getting laid off left and right. Mm -hmm. Um, so now people are being forced to learn how to create income, whether it's that, that hobby that they had for a long time, or something that they love doing, like what America was mentioning, like they need to really kind of tap into that and dive into that and take some action on that versus just uh, leaving that in the back burner. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I think. What about you, Chris? Um, I think it's, um, I don't know. And when I think about it, I just think about it from my own personal perspective in terms of like, you know, how do you innovate in this time? And, um, it's just more or less looking at the gaps, looking at different opportunities, looking at, um, you know, the, the need, you know, like, you know, it, it would be crazy. Like, has anybody ever thought about, you know, which this is a, it's kind of like the, a fine line of exploitation, but you know, like who knew that we'd be running out of tissue. And so it's like, well, can you create a, a, a alternate source of making toilet paper or wipes or something like, you know, and so like, that's how my mind begins to think is like, okay, well, how is toilet paper made? And, you know, 
can I do something that's different that I don't necessarily have to like, you know, get from off the shelf or, and that may be just, you know, a grandiose like experiment or something, but even just thinking down, allowing yourself to think that way. Um, and you can try to allow these ideas because I think, um, a lot of times and speaking from my own personal perspective, uh, you might think of things and, you know, you may shut them down or you may tell them to people and they may shut them down. Um, you know, like f- 15 years ago, I was thinking about the whole WeWork thing and I had somebody who, uh, you know, I, I really valued their opinion. They're like, no, it'll never work. And uh, it kind of works, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it kind of works. So it's just like, I don't know. I, I To answer the question is just looking at the gaps, looking at, the, the needs and just looking at what you personally can do. I mean, there's people who have during this time who have been making surgical masks and different things. And, um, I think when we use the word innovate, it's just, you know, it's looking at a new way to do things. And it's kind of back to what you're saying, Rue is, you know, I think we're going to be in a place where people are going to like, I, I don't know. I feel like the gig economy is severely affected by this. And so, now there's like a need for people because people need to to survive and so you know i think you can do that on a personal level of just trying to take care of yourself or you can do that on a much bigger level where you're trying to um, build something that's you know sustainable and lasts and so i that's what i've been doing and it's hard for me to that's kind of the reason why it's been hard for me to stay focused because i've you know just in my own with what I have going on, I'm like, man, I'm a, I don't want to ever go work t- for anyone, but if I had to, you know, you know go in, sh- if I had <laughs> to go like it. shut my businesses down, <laughs> I'm like, well, I might need to repivot, you know, I need to do something else. And that's kind of where my mind's at right now is like, maybe I do something else. And what is something else for me? Um, and so if some, you know, I'm looking at, okay, where are the gaps? So mm-hmm. But would you want to be, have that, um, those things that you, you work so hard to get away from, would you want to go back to that? No, I, I honestly, if I had to, like, if we absolutely had to go and I had to go get a job for some, you know, and, and work somewhere, I will do it. But it is the absolute last option. Um, just because I feel like even though, and I think, you know, we're all entrepreneurs, and I hate using that word, but there's such a, there's a luxury why? to having that, you know? I want to know why. Uh, what's that? <laughs> why do you hate using that word? Um, Because I feel like it's, whenever I think of entrepreneur, like word, I just think of like, you know, some third 20 something year old on Instagram, like I'm an entrepreneur and here's my <laughs> Range Rover. <laughs> 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 Nothing wrong with that, but I feel like it is overused in mm-hmm. a sense and so what word do you use to describe yourself i just say i'm self-employed i'm that's, mm. that's just i'm self-employed like i i know deep down like i'm an entrepreneur at heart i just feel like even though i am a person who is who keeps up with the trends i feel like entrepreneur is trendy you know mm. and so i just like uh, i don't want to fall into that camp but um no i, I think i i don't want to go work for anybody else and so I'm willing. That's the cool thing in all of this is like, I think 
the reason why we do what we do is like we like a certain amount of problem solving and this is a humongous problem to be in <laughs> and just you know going back to what you're saying america's the problem of you know because there are people who are near and dear to me who are affected by this and i'm like i wish that I could help them. And so I'm like, okay, what can I do? Who do I know? Or what can I create? Um, and that is some of the cool thing about this. And when I say cool in the very light way, um, is it, this is a big problem. It's like, okay, how do you create, you know, you see some of the, some of these big companies who are doing, um, you know, they're helping out, they're creating, they're building, uh, respirators, you know, they're, you know, they're like some auto companies. And I think, uh, Dyson, you know, a, a vacuum company, they stopped making, um, vacuums for a little bit and they're making respirators and, you know, they just kind of repivoted you know, or they pivoted in a different direction to help out. Um, and I want to point <laughs> out they might be pivoting in a totally different direction, but you know, when things potentially go back to a somewhat normal thing, though the customers are going to remember this company supported us. This mm. company donated money. Yeah. Same thing with Kylie Jenner. She gave a million dollars. People maybe aren't buying her lip stuff now, but you know what, when later they're going to be like, she is a giving person. I'll support, support her yeah. because that was cool that she gave a million dollars was that was a drop in the bucket for her. But, <laughs> but still like when I have a choice, I'm going to go support her because I think that was awesome that she did that. Mm. No, like, like I, I agree with that a hundred percent. It made me think about, um, I can't remember all the companies, but I remember Donald Trump did like a press conference and he had all these like, you know, CEOs and founders of all these companies saying who was like kind of stepping up and helping out with, with uh, everything going on. I remember it was like Google and all these big companies. And I was just, that made me realize Walmart. right then and there, I'm like, yeah, Walmart. Yeah. 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 So like a lot of these big companies, they were all there and like present. And it made me realize to kind of have like um, a sense of, of like gratitude that like, okay, like entrepreneurs are the ones that's kind of saving, I don't say saving the world, but like, they're like, we're, we're like the superheroes. Like people are looking at entrepreneurs to like, Hey, help us like lead us to, to like this next next you know spot mm. and um, it, was, it was just an awesome feeling i don't know if y'all kind of saw that y'all felt that way but man it was just awesome cool seeing I, that i saw that i felt it a little bit also i the <laughs> the the cynical the the cynic in me was like because ah, <laughs> no we which we talked about that with uh walmart announcing that which is not a crazy thing but early before all this happening before all this happened, one of the things I was paying attention to just for content for the, the podcast, I noticed that, uh, I don't know if y'all heard about that, but America or Walmart announced that they were going to be, uh, building clinics and, and, mm -hmm. and yeah. earlier in the year before all this happened. So I'm just like, eh. but anyway, that's tinfoil conversation. We don't need tinfoil cap <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Um, but that also goes back to your like original comment of feeling guilty about your business. Right. But right, right. you can donate when, or support local or whatever, even if it's on a much smaller scale, you have the opportunity to do that by recognizing, Hey, I have to make these adjustments in my business or 
I'm going to grow my business massively. So I have the opportunity to do this when the need arises. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. Or, or, or have employees to, to, to pay them. Cause a lot of people aren't getting paid right now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, in closing, we didn't, we usually ask this question to all of our <laughs> Austin guests. Um, oh, yeah. Whenever things, <laughs> when, when and if they get back to normal, America, uh, will you find yourself on E6, uh, Dirty Six, or West Six? And why? One. <laughs> you have to pick one. <laughs> she said all of them. <laughs> dirty. Uh, probably East. Mm. Or I would say the only reason I'd say West. By West, I mean Whole Foods. I'm <laughs> 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 talking West, West Six. At yeah. Whole <laughs> That's what I said most of the time. But I do, do have a question. Yes. How are each of you maybe changing how you do business or what, what adjustment are you making? Like what's a small or big one that you think this will impact something about your business? Good mm, question. Dang. That that someone question. asked us the question before. Yeah. So <laughs> for, for me, you know, we do commercial construction and I'm a commercial general contractor. And so we generally do a lot of different things. And so, um, you know, we are, one of the things we've been trying or wanting to do is just basically be of service um, to the people that we work for because um, a lot of the clients who we do work for, um, they just need odd and, odd and in things. I mean, we just wanted to, we installed some grab bars and a scale uh, for a, a clinic uh, towards the end of this week. And, Normal people wouldn't do that, but it was, it's something that we can keep them happy with and, you know, we're doing work. Um, there are things like that, but also, you know, I'm thinking in a whole another different perspective. It's just like what is being, what is not being done, you know? And mm. so I'm just trying to figure that out myself and, and, oh. and just think outside of the, the norm because I feel like this thing is shaking up everything. And so the kind of, you know, construction is like a good old boys club. And I think this might change that because now you're going to have to, people may not want to meet you face to face, you know, they may mm. want to, you know, meet you. Well, they're going to want to do stuff online. And so yeah. many of those things are like, we have to meet yeah, face to face and they don't have, any online presence exactly so like just things like that just kind of thinking about how it is how it has been and think about what it could potentially be and then um you know i've always tried to be inherently different at everything that i'm doing so um that kind to i really can't answer that question like specifically but i can tell you that my head has already been there like okay I either I change my business or I change my business. I don't want to go out of business, <laughs> but it, things are going to change some kind of way. But in, to, to Rue's point, kind of to the reason I ask, and I love your, this last part of your answer, Chris, is a lot of people, especially with blogs and content and podcasts or whatever, it's like, sometimes you're just, 
kind of told what other people are doing. And, and I think you need the guidance or practicality. Yeah. Of like, how does this, how do I do it? I, yeah. I know for myself, I sometimes I'm like, give me a freaking example of what this means. Don't be like innovate. Yeah. Like, right. Show me what that mm, means. Give yeah. me an example. I can make it be my own, but I need a starting point. And so that's the reason I ask. I like yeah. people to understand like what we're doing, but to the last part of your answer, Chris, like we also don't have the answer. So even just yeah. thinking about it or like knowing who can I have these conversations with to eventually get an answer is cool as well. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I'm in that place right now where I'm not, I'm not thinking like, Hey, I'm going to shut my business down, but I'm thinking of like, how can I change it? Or I can do something different. And right. I don't know what that is right now. I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm spitballing you know, ideas with myself. Okay. What makes sense and different things like that. And the, and sometimes you gotta be like me and you just try it. Yeah. Sometimes you, you gotta try it for sure. It works. Um, you know, I may, I may very well be a stay at home dad for a little bit. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's going on. Um, and that's just, I think a lot of people who I've talked to, like no one really knows. And I still have stuff that we're doing, but you, you also want to be prepared for, you know, all your clients just saying like, Hey, we don't want to spend any money right now. And that affects, you know, me and some other people. And so it's like, well, I need to completely retool and do something completely different. Um, because if there's no work, you know, <laughs> and that may not to say that it's never going to come back. Cause I think, you know, for what we do, like, I think all of us, um, like, there's going to be a market for it's just how long are we going to have to sit out to get to that point or how, uh, how, how long is this period going to be just a, you know, just slow motion for lack of a better term. Um, and so it's just like, I don't know. I'm from Detroit, so I'm, I got to figure out how to hustle <laughs> some kind of way. But, but that's what's cool about having these conversations and being vulnerable of like, I'm not totally sure yet, but I'm thinking about it. Oh, for sure. You don't know who's listening. That's going to be like, I have this idea and I, I also don't know how to implement, but you seem like you know how to implement. Like, let's talk. Right, right. Mm, I like right. that. Rue? Yeah, Rue, what about you? Oh, um... <laughs> for for me and i've been kind of they trying to think about and pivot for like with everything going on for a little bit um so it, i guess there's you want to share your couple things you want to share your or do you want to keep that under wraps <clears throat> you're telling me you're thinking about doing some oh, yeah. different stuff yeah yeah um I, I guess there's a few things so i guess the first thing is um would be marketing um i i, I i'm freaking I'm weird when it comes to like, um, uh, business. I freaking love it. Like this having these conversations. That's why I'm like, that's why I, I like, uh, we decided to do this. Um, uh, Chris and I do this podcast in general. Cause I freaking love like talking business. I love to talk hawking shop. I can do that all freaking day <laughs> and I like, get juiced up. So, um, <laughs> I guess what, what I mean by that is like with the marketing, I've been doing so much like training for marketing, like online and, and like just growing that presence because I felt like that's going to be a necessity. Um, uh, like either either online or you're you're just not even a real company anymore. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's how it's becoming. It's it's kind of crazy. Um, so I've been doing a lot of training on that just to uh, put my business out there. And I mean, just to tell you a little bit about my company, we're um, we multi multi facet uh, insurance agency. Uh, we 
primarily commercial uh, and personal lines. Uh, we do life and health and all the other stuff too, but um, I've been working on um, uh, getting actually a, a virtual assistant uh, because since we can't do a lot of face-to-face, we have to do more more phone calls this past I mean, you probably did more. I did more phone calls than I have in a long time uh, this past, uh, I don't know, maybe this this month almost. And um, <clears throat> I'm going to be bringing on someone uh, Monday, actually. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, since it's less face-to-face, going to have um, someone that's going to be able to make, make some phone calls as well and um, connect with uh, either clients or, you know, uh, potential clients. Um and uh, one one big thing as well that um, I, I was talking to Chris about, uh, I think here recently, is uh, implementing video quotes. Uh, so whenever we're providing like proposals to clients, whether it's going to be for commercial, residential, whatever it might be, more more, more times it's commercial because a lot of times we like to be face to face with uh, with clients. Um, but uh, we're going to be kind of mapping out and explaining like on screen. With the what each line and which what the quote is and explain it versus uh, just you know emailing a PDF form and them kind of reviewing it themselves because they have no clue what they're looking at. Um, you know I bet that also cuts down significantly on like the follow up emails you have. To <laughs> <laughs> like, For sure, crazy, right? Like you're putting in all of this work right now to do it, and it's probably like a little overwhelming. But right. that's gonna cut down on someone me being like, I don't know what the hell this line. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, you, you, you're exactly right. And, and I guess I, I didn't even think about it in that in that sense. To be honest with you, I was thinking about it more so. Just this almost gives that personal touch, as if I was, you know, with them. Because normally I would be with them, kind of going over it, like with the business owner, saying like, okay, here's this is what this you know covers, whatnot. But since I can't do that right now, this would be the alternative for it. But I didn't even think about that cuts off on. Well, and they can go back to it because right. even though you are in person and I do a lot of that similar stuff too, is I send a video for specific parts of my real estate business. It's like, I want you to be able to go back to what I've sent. So I don't have to <laughs> yes. That's, that's good too. That's, that's really good. That was, so you, you don't have to keep repeating the same uh, question yeah. or answer the same question over and over. Yeah, that is true. Which is, which that goes back to the time, time thing. I want to, I want to do that. Um, cause I felt like it'll help out with the time I can make more calls to, to people. Cause I feel like right now we, we have to make more calls and emails than ever. If you're, mm. if you're in a sales sales business, you have to make more calls and emails cause you can't do face to face anymore. Um, or it's very limited for that matter. Uh, so those, those like kind of the, the things that I've been, um, I have in the works that I'm working on. Do you feel- Go ahead. Go ahead, America. I have so many questions. Go ahead. Keep keep asking. We don't have anywhere to go anyway, so keep asking. (laughs) You're right. I don't know about y'all, but I don't have anywhere to go. Um, One question being, has your mindset changed at all around calling people? Mm, how, how so? Like, what do you, what do you mean by that? So I would say in my business, like calling people door knock, et cetera. I don't mm. door knock. I feel like I'm going to get kidnapped. And- <laughs> 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 so that's, that's not my thing, but a lot of okay. people do call as well. Mm-hmm. So I would say, but a lot of people have their, just whatever mental blocks of calling people. I'm disrupting them. They don't want to hear from me, whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've never had those. 
And if you have, and now, cause now you're saying more than ever, I'm calling, I'm doing this. Has your mindset shifted at this time? That's Great a question. Lot you make more calls or be more okay with it. So it's, I guess two, two answers to that. So yes, I, I, I mean, I feel like every, I don't say, I don't say everyone, I don't put limit everybody, but at least for me, when I first started, um, I've been in business for, I've been in insurance for seven years. So when I first started seven years ago, I was, I, I hated making calls. I was like, man, I feel nervous. I don't know what to do. And it could have been, might be my personality type because I didn't want to interrupt people. And, and, but now, um, the way I look at it now, especially with everything going on, more people are at home, more people are available, more people are willing to talk because they, they're not doing anything else. <laughs> they're just at home, you know? So, and they want that, they want to, they want to, I guess people desire a uh, personal connection. So I could be that personal connection for them. And today they may not have another personal connection. So I, I'm looking at it in, in a different light. And uh, now I'm making calls. I'm thinking about, okay, uh, they're, they're probably available, probably willing to talk now. And I'm just going at it in the mindset of, um, they're, home, they're happy. They want to talk to me. Hmm. Exactly. See, I'm okay. That's, challenging. That's yeah. challenging for me because on the commercial side of the business, um, for the commercial construction, it is very relational. It's, it's relationship. For sure. Um, there, you don't go and just meet random people and they're, you know, you get a couple of million dollar projects. I mean, it's all based on relationships. And so this changes the landscape of how we do business. Obviously, you know, you try to maintain those, uh, current relationships, but in terms of getting new relationships, like this is kind of where I'm starting to think in a different light. Um, cause whereas, you know, I would be before you would, you know, maybe shoot the phone call, shoot the email and, you know, try to set up like maybe some coffee or brunch at counter cafe, which I'm kind of sad about. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now, you know, we're quarantined and I feel like even after just kind of like in, I don't know, like the great depression, you know, you, I don't know if anybody has any relatives who've lived through that time. Like that changed their whole entire life. Once they were out of the depression, like they didn't waste any food and they were very uh, mindful about what they ate and how they ate. And I feel like this may have that same effect as well. Um, you know, people are, may not want to shake hands and, you know, like, I think we're, there's going to be this period of when they say, okay, you know, you can go back to work. Everybody's going to be kind of sketchy and squeam, you know, squeamish. And I feel like if it, and it really depends on how long we are in this moment, but, um, you know, I just feel like we are going to be in a completely new normal. And I think that's might be something we talk about just, you know, going forward, um, <laughs> maybe another podcast, but <laughs> I feel like we're going to be in a new normal, which is not a bad thing. I mean, it's actually kind of exciting when you think about it, but the context of what's caused it is bad, but I think there could be some good things. So, um, the residential side of the business, like I have basically, I've, we've not stopped, you know, shut it down. I'm of the mindset of like one, I don't think I don't really want anybody in my house because I need some stuff done right now. And if people had the money they're you know, maybe I'm thinking too much for people, but I'm just thinking like, nobody's going to be yeah, for sure. This story 
Mm. or someone else and I, that's <laughs> right. like my biggest like if I was a coach which I never would be <laughs> <laughs> because I'd tell you once and expect you to remember it do not create a story for how you think someone will respond mm. no, that's good that's facts no but but I'm just being this is more the realest of me and saying like hey we are in a global we're like there's something going on globally right and the last thing that if I had the money, like I wouldn't want to spend, you know, hundreds of thousand dollars on doing a remodel right now, okay. this second. Not, but, not saying that it's not possible, America. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just what saying, if it's not even their primary home, though? Right. No, that's 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 very well the case, but even where we need, we need a ding on that one. <laughs> There we go. go. Uh, (laughs) No, but with with the residential, like high res, which I think this is like the second time I've actually mentioned this, like that business just got going. You know, this is very Mm -hmm. new. And so I'm not, you know, I'm not, I haven't really, I haven't uh, depended on that for income. And so this now this time is more or less, okay, I can take some time and get the website done and put these pretty pictures up and kind of just get things ready. Um, primary focus. I is, just want to give you one more example. Go ahead. I had clients that closed on Friday They're They don't live here yet. They want to get everything done before they move here. So this is the perfect time. They're like, we don't live there. We want everything to be taken care of before I have to live in a house that has construction or changes or cleaning for whatever. They're like, cool, we'll leave you a key and you get the right people yeah. in there. Is it in Travis? I, it's, it's actually in Williamson oh, County. I can work in Williamson County. Yeah, but well, the, the point is it's hard and I totally understand just you cannot create the story you think someone is going to tell you <laughs> like so this this, this is something I, I was gonna i was gonna mention is that um so there's two things i'm i'm doing right now i guess the first thing is with my commercial side for a lot of my commercial maybe current clients or um spheres of influence or um uh, I'm, I'm reaching out to them and just pretty much you can do the same thing. Just say, Hey, is there anything else I can help you out with? Um, and I just got a referral. Um, so it was yesterday actually. Uh, cause I, I reached out to a, a lady who she's a property manager over uh, HOA, um, over a community. And, um, apparently she, she runs over 30 of them. So wow. <laughs> she, she was like, Hey, here's another one I can, you can work on. I'm just like, well, that's even better. Like, so like, it's just, you know, like, like just for me asking that question, what else I can kind of help you out on? You never know what they may say. They may, may say, Hey, let's hold off for right now. Or they may say, Hey, I got something you could actually work on. Um, but the second thing is in terms of like prospecting for maybe new centers of influence. And I mean, I mean, y'all can use this if y'all want. I, I, I wasn't, I, I, I haven't told a lot of people about this, but this is like, um, <laughs> it's something I've been doing is this it's the exclusive right here, but this is like a, a video text. It's, it's, it's kind of weird. It's very, it's very weird to be honest with you. I'm not even gonna lie to you, but like, cause normally, normally, normally what I would do, like if I'm prospecting for like a new, like, you know, a center of influence, I, I might go to their office or might just hit them up and say that, Hey, let's go to coffee or just like you were saying, Chris. Um, but since we can't do that right now, what I'm doing is pretty much just, just getting my phone, and, and just doing a, um, like a, I don't know, 30 second, 45 second, um, 
video and texting it to him, just like saying like, Hey, my name, this is what I do. Um, obviously we can't get together right now, but love to hop on a call with you and, and we can maybe, you know, get a one-on-one, uh, set some time this week. Innovation and I mean, right there, baby. <laughs> I've done and the my, same thing for my business, actually. It, really? To open houses. Mm-hmm. When I've met people at an open house while I'm still in the house saying like, hey, America, we met, you know, background is familiar because you were just in this house. And like, mm. again, it's like putting my name, face, name, the location we met, everything. Um, That's good. And it's different, right? Right. Maybe getting a text and you're like, oh, political call, spam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. It's it's a little different. They're like, what is this? Right. I got a, I guess I I got a question for y'all. Do you see most of your clientele? Are they in your demographic or are they older? Because I feel Mm. like, you know, for just a lot of what y'all are doing, you know, that is brilliant for some of the people in our demographic, because that's just kind of like what we know, right? We text and we, you know, TikTok and all this stuff. And so we, we were able to, you know, consume that in a certain way and it's not, not be weird, but I'm wondering like, what's, what's y'all's typical clientele? Because most of my clientele, they are old for the most part, they're older than me, you know, 10, 15 years, probably even 20, you know? And so I would love to do that and I'm going to actually try it and just, just to do it. Like, you know, what can I lose at this point? But right. To me, honestly, like to not directly answer that question, and and it may be a little bit different for you, but I want to work with people that want to work with me. Mm. So that's I, I get that I have to communicate best to their needs. I have one client, his his uh, you know his native tongue is not English. We <laughs> do best on the phone, like myself and him, like we communicate best on the phone. Text sometimes things are, are missed, whatever. And so I get, I adapt to my clients, but the majority, I want you to pick to work with me and I want to pick that I'm working with you. Mm. And so if that person isn't also going to be jive with my personality, how I do business, how I run, you know, I'm ethical, I'm honest. If you want me to do something sketchy, like everything, I'm encompass- encompassing everything there, you know, that, and that might include some of the video texts or whatever. Again, I know my audience, but for the majority, I want to work with people that are on the same wavelength as me and not everyone's going to want to work with me and I don't want to work with everyone. Mm, so, yeah. and like kind of answering your question, but in a different way that, yeah. I'm super clear how I want to run my business and I'm attracting those people that understand that as well. Right. Right. And, and, and same. I mean, just to piggyback off of that. Um, like I have, I have some clients like that, that client who uh, just helped out this past week and um, he's 73, I think. Uh, so if I send him a video, like he has a, he straight up has a flip phone without a camera. Like, I didn't even know they still make those like for real, for real. I'm not even, not even messing around with it. He's like old school. Um, but like, so if I send him a video, he wouldn't even get it. It, it wouldn't even show up on his phone. Um, so he's still on. What is it? Nine? Is that what that was? What? what was it? T9 is that is that oh, what the yeah. keyboard is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's I still mean, using that. Cool now. <laughs> really, but uh, but yeah. So like I, I just I'd like like America was saying, I, I adapt to my clients ultimately. Um, like, and to be honest with you, if I look at my entire uh, clientele, 
I'll say a small, small fraction is uh, my age. Mm. Um, just, just to be honest with you. And that, that's how it's always been ever since I've, I've been um, in the industry. Like I, I hadn't been doing business with uh, people my age and it's not, not like I'm against people my age by any means. It's just, I don't know. I feel like I'm always connected with people older than me. Um, it could be because I'm the baby of seven and my oldest sibling is 54. So, I mean, I connect with older, older people and just natural for me. I don't know. Like, like, I mean, people wouldn't, people wouldn't imagine like, Oh yeah, I didn't realize you were like that young, whatever. Like, you know, it's just, hmm. so it's always been. Any more questions, America? I did have one more. That was, that was from earlier. Can I, mean, I hey, hold your hold your question? I will. <laughs> let me let me. I just want to give you a jab in the in the rib here because earlier on when we started the podcast, you're like, you should make some of this shorter. These are long. We're at <laughs> we're at an hour and thirty minutes, by the way. <laughs> I did do that. <laughs> I like that. Also, I, like that. I have heard that podcast um, listens are down right now. Yeah, because really. People aren't commuting. They're not now. Everyone's at home, so they can't always listen to all the stuff that they could. Mm. I find that the same for myself, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're so right. Just a random point about uh, that. We should probably we should probably do some ex- some accelerators soon to. You can d- cut it off when it was like ended in the mid, like oh, and then it didn't stop. <laughs> 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 um, I started asking for my own curiosity, but again, because I love, I like people that come up with their own ideas. But I know personally, I sometimes am listening to stuff or reading stuff, and I was like, give me an example. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what you mean. You can't just talk in theories to me. And so mm, you like mentioned that. like you're doing um, like more training and stuff for marketing specifically. Is there specific programs that you're doing um, educational tools? I've been hearing a lot about Skillshare. I just started something on there. Um, so I didn't know if there's something like that, that other people could benefit from as far as what you're learning. Good. That's a real good question. And, and I, I, I like that as well. And I, I apologize. I wasn't trying to be vague by any means. Um, I'm familiar with Skillshare. Um, I haven't used the the platform. Um, the one, ones I'm using is more of an insurance base, so that's why I kind of didn't really dive into it. Um, but it's called Fully Covered. I mean, because like Fully Covered Insurance, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> what? <laughs> that little shimmy you did, Fully Covered. <laughs> We're all we're talking through Zoom meeting right now, so we're actually looking at each other for the people who are listening. Um. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so like it's more more insurance based, and um, it's teaching, I guess, like more out of the out of the box methods because um, uh, the insurance world, I, in my opinion, is changing. Um, because people think, people think about insurance, people think about like, you know, this 80 year old guy who's been doing it for, you know, 60 plus years and knows everybody in town. And I I mean, I'm, I'm not that guy. Like I'm, I'm 29 years old. And I mean, and I've started when I was 20 or 22, 23. Like, so people, like, I was always kind of in the mindset of this, this is going to be different. Like, like if you're doing insurance with me, it's not going to be like you're doing it with uh, some 80 year old grandpa. Um, and, and by doing that, like, I I just got to make sure I understand, um, how to set a professional presence at the same time by being like funding, you know, myself, Mm. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I like it. And I think going to Chris's example too, like we adapt and probably more specifically to the older clientele, but you have to keep being authentic and changing and learning by sending those video texts or whatever, because that's right. how you're going to continue to grow because that's the people that are needing our services now or going into the positions that can make those yeah. choices to work with us. And then we can change if we need to or want to, to communicate differently to an older audience. Exactly. And, and on top of that, you would be surprised that like more of the, I mean, at least in my, my perspective, a lot of the older audience, holding more than younger audiences do um at least at least i guess maybe it depends on the age but like i guess the very old they they want as much hand holding as possible they're like walk me through from point a to point b to point c and um so the I, I, that's why i feel like once i start these, these videos i mean the video quotes like i was or proposals I, I was talking about that's going to be that's going to be that's going to help them out because i don't have to kind of go back and forth and here's line i like you were mentioning like here's line item this that's what that means that's what that means and i i didn't i didn't realize it until you said it america but i feel like that's going to cut out a lot of a lot of back and forth too mm -hmm. yeah, so i got a question y'all are i guess sorry <laughs> um never-ending episode i know um we're at an hour and 33 minutes so we'll have to kill it here in a little bit um, <laughs> i got two last questions for america but yeah you you, you finish yeah, it off and so I'm, I'm i um my question is i just forgot it just like that um <laughs> what was it dealing with go ahead and ask your question dude we were talking about like communicating differently to different audiences older no yeah i, for, I just forgot it. it it had a lot to do with just the demographic and everything changing um but go ahead, Drew. My questions are going to be closing questions, so I don't want to. I want to have to, but I, I I can throw one of them in right now. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, it's, it's, I love this question. Ask everybody, all the guests we have um, this question. But um, who were you in, in high school? Who was were that? you like? Yeah, like 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 were you a big jock? Were you one of the cool kids? Were you like a nerd? Were you like who were you in high school? So I went to a pretty, I lived in a small town, so there's only one high school, um, pretty oh, wow. class. So to be honest, I don't think there was like a ton of different groups really either. So I, I like floated in the middle. I would say I was like an emo kid inside, but I dressed like a preppy person. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, it was very that's interesting. Yeah, that's like very I loved skater kids, but I was, my first passport photo was this bright pink it makes me gag now. <laughs> bright pink, like top button up collared shirt with a bright orange vest over it. It was like oh my the goodness. most preppy look ever. I think it was, you know, that was just what was in style. But inside I was like, I love Travis Barker from Blink 182. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was a oh, I was weird. Blank. How how big was your graduate class? A hundred and forty. Oh wow. Yeah, that's pretty small. I think I graduated with like 600 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was very, very small. So it was like extra small town. Yep. Yeah. Like 6,000 people. Is that why you moved? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm from Minnesota. I don't like shoveling snow. I don't like being cold. Mm, interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. <laughs> hey, Chris, you think about your, uh, your question? No, I can't. <laughs> I, I yeah. completely it just dumped 
It just jumped on me. Like it was, I'm sitting here, I was sitting here thinking about like, what was that question? It was. It's, it's hard, right? Because you want to listen and you want to follow up with what's being said. For sure. Right. Right. And right. yet sometimes you like know the questions that you want mm-hmm. to ask or like highlight different points. And you're like, yeah. okay, I want to stay present. I find like the best communicators on podcasts or interviewers or whatever, like are truly listening yeah. And they ask the questions that make the most sense to what's being said. Yeah. Mm. And yet sometimes there are certain things that you want to hit. So you want to make sure you ask those. Double back. Well, yeah. it, like it was something that you, it was something that you said, America, that I wanted to hit. But it, just like you were saying, it's like Rue was talking, but I wanted to allow him to say what he needed yeah. to say. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, crap, I forgot that. So, right. Anyways, it yeah. wasn't that important. It had something to do with just kind of us our demographic and kind mm. of like things changing but um was it connecting with our our age folk or no, it was just it was uh, you know i think one of the things that kind of i guess with within the industry that i work in it is so man it's a it's a club almost and i i know a lot of people hate kanye west and I, I always used to say that I want to be the Kanye West of my industry. And the reason why I say that, the reason why I say that is when, if you think about when he came into the rap game, like it was, the rap game was vastly different than what it was now. And he came in and he changed how that thing operates. And so like now we're, I feel like we're kind of in that moment just for, you know, I think we're, we're all millennials, right? You're a millennial. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think in 20, the next 10 years, like more than, more than half the working population are going to be us, you know? And so like, we, we communicate differently. We, you know, we, uh, take in information differently. And so like, I think that is some of the cool stuff that I'm looking forward to as we, you know, hopefully progress is, um, there's a different way that we're going to be approaching things. And, I just like different because you know the world that i operate in is just like it's a mold and everybody does things a certain way and you know when you don't do it the way that everybody else is doing it then you're different and you're very you know you shouldn't even be in business and so um it was something around that but that's kind of my like closing thoughts (laughs) um I, I, and normally, normally is one of us asks asks this question, but um, to to close up everything, America, um, what's your what's your end game goal? Egg. What's the egg? What's, what's the big egg? <laughs> was it a range gang? <laughs> hey. I don't know if I told you about the range gang, Guru. Me and oh, America yeah. are in the range gang. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we're both like Range Rovers. I had That's a dream. Like Have y'all been soon. having weird dreams lately? I've been having weird dreams lately. Well, I've been I've been having dreams in Spanish every once in a while. It's been kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> For real. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It's been real weird. <laughs> I have aphantasia. Do you guys know what that is? What what? Mm-mm. Did you very recently there was like a thing that came out like this guy this kid discovered that his friend couldn't have conversations with herself in her head she like couldn't like I don't know maybe you guys don't do this but I can I can have a conversation with myself I hear the whole sentence mm. and I can answer the question to myself but mm. not everyone can do that 
and then aphantasia so then that was kind of a topic of conversation and then along came aphantasia as well where i see zero images in my head so i just see it's just gray really so i cannot visualize anything i have the intellect to understand something right if you're like there's a tree and there's a bonfire next to it i know what that means Mm. but i i can't see that in my mind and i can't create something new with it it's just gray words but i don't see anything so when i dream it's almost like a story like reading but not i'm not seeing anything happen Mm. so that is very interesting because i'm just like like for me i'm like complete opposite like like, i can sit there looking look in my closet and then imagine the the clothes on me and like okay i'm wearing this outfit like i can straight straight away so so i'm I'm wondering like how, how are you so creative with your with your two companies if you don't have that like you can't just imagine it yeah you know? a hundred percent because there's so many <laughs> things that like even in real estate i anything with properties i can't see what the room is gonna look like I, mm. I can't do that. so i had a client yesterday that was like should our house be vacant or should we have some stuff staged and, and i believe it has to be staged at some level because a lot of people can't visualize that right right um so that's like me and so that's a good question i think I just get inspired by things mm. and I know what I, I have to do it. So I have to just start putting it together and then I see if it looks good or how I think it should be, but I don't see it in my mind and then create it. I have to just start placing the objects together or put these colors together and then decide if I like it. Interesting. That's yeah. cool. It's That's very, cool. Anyway, that goes with the dreaming thing. Um, I forgot we, oh, what's your, what's your, uh, in-game goal? I want to, I want to run multiple businesses mm. as more as a, more of an advisor. So not necessarily there every single day, mm-hmm. but like whatever capacity that is, um, just helping run multiple businesses and very passionate. Like you mentioned earlier about business. I love it. I love mm. talking about it. I just I love business. Um, so that, uh, is a really big portion of what drives me. I also volunteered for a year and a half, a couple years ago at the children's shelter in Austin. Mm. And it's touched me very deeply. And so I want to create something very similar uh, but more of a boarding school style. So a lot of kids get stuck in a place where they are not adopted or sometimes they can't even find foster care. So they're just living in these shelters. And I feel like when we say the word, this is going very deep, but no, <laughs> say yeah, the no, word I like it. boarding school, you have a totally different connotation of what that means. You're like, Oh, cool. Like I didn't do that, but that sounds cool. Right. 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 You had school and you had activities and shelter and whatever. There's nothing bad. I don't personally see anything bad. And maybe more people see something negative when you say, oh, I was raised in a shelter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I want to create something like that. But with being said, told that it's a boarding school, right? Mm. You have an instant like shift in 
how you feel about that. So really focused on like positive talk and, um, healthy living, eating the way people are are spoken to a lot of these kids. My experience with them was like devastating Mm. how, how they were spoken to what they learned. You know, I had little kids that were like, I can't wear this color. It's a gang color. And I was Mm. like, you're nine. Why? Mm. Like I didn't, I luckily was not concerned with that at nine. I I don't even know it now. So like, (laughs) I I just want to create That's I'm very passionate about that. I feel like I need to build up my businesses to be able to support something like that. Mm. So that's definitely Mm. a a huge goal for me. That's awesome. Yeah. That's huge. I like that. Mm -hmm. So, so that's the real, I guess, in-game goal. The business is just, I mean, that's just a segue to the in-game goal. It's the vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And and I I am, like I said, I'm super passionate about that. I love, I've always felt like I work best with someone that has the passion, but not the business sense necessarily. Um, and maybe they do at some level, but we have, we have our strengths and weaknesses and how can I help you grow? I I Mm. love especially local businesses that they started as a one man team and they're afraid to hire. They're afraid to grow. And it's like your shit stops when you go on vacation. Therefore you either have no business or you never go on vacation or you never take time yourself. So I'm really passionate too about and I'm making no money off of this, but like helping businesses grow when they know they're ready to expand and they want to expand, but they don't know how. Mm. So like in the form of a coach or? No, so that's where I couldn't be a coach. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe more of a consultant of like, I especially love like the consumer side. So even when you're explaining your video thing, I immediately am thinking like a consumer and how this is going to impact me and how I work with you. So Mm. for me, a lot of, it's like you're doing 17 steps and it should be seven. And and then I will see those seven as your customer and it will be more efficient for me. Mm. It will be better for you. So I really like talking about it in that way. So I, I feel like it's more of a consultant as as far as like understanding your business and then maybe we meet one more time to discuss the changes and then maybe one more time in the future to, you know, see how things are going and make any tweaks. Mm. So how would you differentiate a consultant versus coach? Coaching is ongoing. So I've had real estate coaches in the past and mm. I feel like it's we meet every two weeks. We talk every month or whatever. And you gotcha. you're for a year, I'm like, if you know anything about the Enneagram, I'm an eight. So it's like, get to the motherfucking point. Like, I don't care about your fluff. I don't want that. Like, give me what your goals are. Let's talk about it. How do we make changes? And quickly, like, I'm not going to keep telling someone the same shit. Mm. So that to me, that, that can be a coach sometimes of, where you're like, I just still didn't do it. (laughs) I have zero patience for that. So if you're going to hire a consultant, you're like very focused. I know I'm meeting with you three times, so I'm not going to waste time. Right. Right. I like that. That's how I view it anyway. That makes sense. America. What's the eight? I know the Enneagram, but what's the eight? Oh, eight. So the, it's called a challenger. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, Yeah. It's just, it's like the leader. This is how they want to do things. They're very protective of like their space, their time, their energy, their people, um, you know, lacking emotion. So that's something I I need to work on sometimes. You know which one I am. Can you guess? No, 
<laughs> no. <laughs> I'm a five. Well, I was going to say you're something somewhere in the middle. I'm not always the best at like the middle numbers. Um, I'm but, like yeah. an investigative thinker. See, yeah. I never, I, I've never done that. I've done like multiple other tests. Like I've done like the bird tests. I've done like uh, uh, the colors. Um, I've never done that one before though. I'm gonna check that yeah. one out. Check it out. It's really good. And I think all of those things help you. That's where the right. self-awareness comes in is like, right. I run my business better. I communicate better to other people. For me, I used to write my emails. Like we can go see the house at two. Hmm. And then I was like, Oh, <laughs> I got to be like, Hey, hope you had a great weekend. And and it's not inauthentic, but yeah. I just had to pause and be like, someone wants me to come in a little bit softer right. then we're going to meet at two. That's yeah. how I communicate. I'm like, cool. Great. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing with this. We're going to call in at five. Here's the numbers. I'm like, awesome. I don't, <laughs> you don't need Maybe to be like, else. is that okay with you? <laughs> no. right. but I do communicate differently now in my emails. Like, right now I'm sending everyone an email. Like, I hope you are being safe and you're, you know, is there anything I can do? And then I get to my point, you know, mm. again, you know, let me know if you need anything, whatever. So I am adding different types of communication, even though my style is to be very direct and very to the point. So, right, right. all right, this is the, my last question. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta have to wrap it up. Can just be titled like, my last question. My last question. <laughs> um, do you feel like, um, because you are direct, do you feel like that approach is, does it come off as inauthentic and you're kind of being salesy? Like that's something, I, and I'm asking that because that's something I struggle with because I, I'm kind of like you in that way where I'm just like, Hey, this is the thing, you know, like, why do I need to like embellish it? Like, Hey, hope you had a great weekend, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, here's the email feed that we've shared. There's like nine e other emails. So it's like, you know, the context of what we're talking about, like <laughs> we're going to meet at five, you know, like <laughs> do you struggle with that Man. at all? I struggle with that. Uh, like, not inauthentic at all. Mm. I would, I wouldn't at all because I think authenticity is all about intention mm. and my intention is to connect. That's my word. Right. So I'm not doing it to be salesy or to bullshit you or whatever. I'm realizing like you communicate differently than I do. Mm. Right. I, It'd be like a selfish way of thought if you didn't try to connect with them and meet them in the middle where, right. where they are. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I definitely never think of it as like being salesy. I do think sometimes when I'm coming off as direct, it's very masculine energy. It's sometimes people consider it kind of rude or blunt or something. So maybe people hmm. feel differently about it, but not, I wouldn't ever say like salesy, hmm. but again, for me, it's all about intention. And my intention is to take care of people. My intention is to help them achieve their goal and never about myself. So I'm just communicating the best way for them and what works for me. I'm also not going to be like, tell me about your grandma's cat that I don't care about. So I'm not going to ask that. I do care if you're being healthy and say, yeah, don't care about your cat. Right. So, so I think it is also picking and choosing. I'm communicating differently, but still authentically to me. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about stuff. I do not care about. Well. I think the fluff 
is where more of the salesy kind of mindset comes in. She's trying to fluff it all up for this, you know, hey, here's the bowl on top and everything that you need right here. Like, now let's just get, I want to see the gift. Like, I don't, like, I don't need the gift wrap. Like, just give me the gift and let's, let's go, let's go about it. Um, and I kind of understand that. And I, I guess to answer the question, Chris, is like, I don't what like I've to done. be sold to you. So I don't like to be sold and right. I don't like to try to sell. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. Exactly. So what I do, it's not right. what's your goal and your goal is to buy the Range Rover. So I'm going to help you find the one that's best for you not to be like, well, I want him to buy this one. Cause I'm going to make the most money from it. Yeah, 100%. But it's like, 100%. Oh, your kid is climbing in and out of the back. This one makes more sense because it's right. all leather versus fabric. That's why I'm going to tell you about it. Right. Right. Like, and, and for me, at least what I found that that works in that scenario, um, if you don't, if you feel like you're not comfortable just being straight, straight to the point, you can be straight to the point. And like, if you're sending an email, be straight to the point and like, Hey, I'm just, I'm emailing you because I need this, this document. And then like towards the end of the email, like, Hey, by the way, I hope, um, things are going well with the new wife is in the hospital or whatever. I hope things, your wife is healing up well at the end. Cause that, that kind of brings that, like soft touch at the end. Cause then they know like, Oh, he's here because I need this document, but he also is touching base with my wife. If I feel like if you're adding the fluff in the beginning and then you're coming in like almost like behind the door, a hey, I'm coming to trick you. Like, here's the, here's the, my real pitch, what I'm looking, looking to get from you. Um, that, that kind of comes out, um, inauthentic. Mm. Yeah. Cause you're like, oh, you, you really didn't mean any of that nice stuff. You really just wanted to wanted to get this, you know. <laughs> you wanted to sell me. If you go straight up, like, hey, I'm, hey, I'm trying to sell you something. But by the way, like, I'm, I'm I hope your wife's doing well. <laughs> like, it, it comes to me at least. It comes off like more authentic in that that manner. Like, someone approached me, like saying, like, hey, I'm trying to sell you something. Okay, well, <laughs> what are you trying to sell me? Let's let's see what it is. Yeah. And, it's all about connecting and attracting mm -hmm. the right people for you. So if you're authentic with yourself the right people are going to, you know, find you and want to work with you as well. I, I truly believe that anyway. Man, I like your energy. Thank you. Well, Miss, <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say Miss America. America, <laughs> thank you for uh, taking the time thank out you of your guys. busy, 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 busy schedule to <laughs> talk with us. I'm going to go ahead to the living room now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, Catherine and I need to do a, we need to do a date. It's our date night, so we're just nice. probably gonna cook dinner or something and hang man, out. I, I need to do the same thing, man. I need to we need to figure something out. But uh, let's do a double date and just you know Facetime, <laughs> Zoom, <laughs> Zoom double date. <laughs> hey, that that might be a thing. There you go. <laughs> that seriously might be a thing, though, for real. That might be a whole new business right there. Like you know, <laughs> I actually cooked dinner with my friend, you know, M, um, and yeah. her husband. We were FaceTiming and they were cooking dinner and I was cooking dinner and we were just like talking about our days while we literally cooked dinner in front of each other. So man, new normal. Well, might, man, that might be a new normal. It seriously might be. It's, hey, it's been a pleasure talking to everybody. Yes. Um, we hope everybody is keeping calm and, and keeping clean through um, Staying safe. what's going on out here. Um, that's all I got, boss up and blessings. Hey, peace. Thanks for listening to Levels, the podcast. Hey, Rue, where can they find us, man? People can find us on facebook.com slash levels.podcast. And that's going to be L-V-L-S dot podcast. Or Instagram at 
Levels underscore podcast. And that is LVLS underscore podcast. Follow, like, share. You can also shoot us an email at levels.podcast at gmail.com. That's LVLS dot podcast at gmail.com. 